Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into the NFC playoffs this weekend. Saturday, 8-15, the night game, Giants at the Eagles. The Eagles are laying seven points. The Eagles minus 300 on the money line. Giants plus 230 at BetMGM. The total set at 47. I'm a little surprised this line isn't a smidge higher but I still think I would probably lay it with the Eagles. I like the favorites this week, and that makes me a little bit nervous because playoff football tends to be very close. So I need to take a step back and maybe look at these lines again or at least look at the numbers again. What is your initial lean here, Chelsea? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, here's something to consider. Were you one of the people like me that the last time that the Eagles played the Giants, uh, you took the points? with the Giants and you got absolutely crushed because last time out Philadelphia won this one 48 to 22. Uh, I believe that I was definitely on the Giants in that one. So when you see a team that has already burned you in this exact matchup, are you hesitant to take that team again in this exact matchup? Because I am. Well, yes. First of all, I took them in that meaningless game. I took the Giants in the points. So that was a winner for me in the the last game of the season because that's when the Eagles were resting Jalen Hurts. And I think the Giants were getting like 14, 14 and a half points. And they covered that in the back door. So I like that game. But this is clearly much different because everyone is starting. This is a playoff game. So you can throw that result out the window. I think with an extra week to prepare – I like the Eagles, and I always wonder how much of that goes into your handicap. At least for me, it makes a big difference. But more than that, I sort of feel like the Giants have topped out, and they're getting the most that they can out of what they have. This is not a great team talent-wise, but it's full credit to Brian Dable for putting those guys in a position to win. And the Giants look as good as they can look, but I feel like they're just going to be outclassed against the Eagles, and the Eagles – especially now with Jalen Hurts rested up, ready to go, are going to pull away and, and and win this thing going away. Yeah, now it's seven and a half, though. Jenks, does that uh, change your play? Because seven and a half is a different bet uh, than seven. Yes, it is. Uh, that makes me a little – and here's the thing, too. Like, I think the Eagles, clearly, they're, they're a much better team. But playoff football is tighter. There's no question about it. It's, it's, it's just a different type. It's a different level. And already since this morning, you're right. It, it's gone from seven to seven and a half within the last hour or so. So, yeah, that makes me think about things a little bit differently because obviously you're past that key number of seven. I think what I might do here, and this has been something I've leaned on a little bit more in the playoffs, 
wasn't necessarily a huge moneymaker last week, but I feel more comfortable looking at player props because playoff football is so hard to handicap. It's hard to handicap anyway in the NFL. So I feel like if you can find a player prop you like in a matchup like this, according to how you think the game is going to go, maybe that's the way. Like last week, had a Saquon anytime touchdown, and it was only minus 120, which I thought was a cheap price. He scored two touchdowns because in this spot, what happens? You lean on your playmakers, and the Giants clearly, Saquon had 104 yards total last week. If they needed to generate some offense, they're going to go to their best players. So depending on how you think the game is going to go might be how you should bet this game. Yeah, unless you're Kirk Cousins and you don't go to your best player and Justin Jefferson's just standing around. But you're absolutely right. I think Saquon Barkley anytime touchdown is usually a solid play because he's also a pretty good receiver, you know, out of the backfield. And I believe he caught, I think he had more receiving yards uh, almost – I don't think he had a ton of rushing yards compared to what we normally see, but he was a big factor in the receiving game as well. So when you have somebody who is a goal line threat to punch it in as a running back, but also, you know, bump out and also catch a pass and, you know, possibly get a touchdown that way. Those are great plays. That's why I like Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown for the Niners last week as well. But circling back to this game, the Giants and the Eagles, I think this one is especially tough because do you think that there is any rust involved with the Eagles? Because usually I would say Eagles in the first half. Eagles have been one of the best first half teams in all of football, but they've also had some time off. We see this in other sports. I think like, especially in college basketball, when you have a little bit of a layoff, sometimes yeah. it can make it tougher to get going out of the gates as opposed to the Giants who are coming to this game with momentum. But also something to think about. Going against the Vikings secondary is way different than oh, going yeah. against this Eagles defense. You know, if there was ever a spot for Daniel Jones to put up historic numbers, which he did, it was mm -hmm. against that Vikings secondary, secondary. So I think people need to take that game with a grain of salt and not think, oh my God, Daniel Jones is going to put on another clinic because it's a way different defensive matchup. Well, and not only that, I think when you talk about momentum, it, it depends on the specific situation. And, and you're right. Certainly, you can be rusty coming off a couple weeks off. But for the Eagles, they needed this. Jalen Hurts yep. needed this more than anything else. So that's why I tend to not factor that as much as maybe I would for another team. For the Eagles, as much as they can rest Jalen Hurts in that shoulder, the better. So I think they come out, and I think they're firing on all cylinders because they have their leader back. And let's be honest, we saw the Eagles without Jalen Hurts. Nothing against Gardner Minshew, but clearly we're talking about an MVP-level player, and they are a different team with him at quarterback, clearly. So that extra rest for them, I think, benefits them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, for sure. I think extra days off is more valuable to teams who are physical, who like to run the ball. And I know Jalen Hurts can throw it, but at the core, you know, they're still a team that can run the ball pretty effectively. So especially when you're dealing with uh, some health issues, like especially Jalen Hurts, but I'm sure there's other little nagging injuries that plenty of these guys were more than happy to get some time off. We will see how the first half unfolds. Like I said, that's been the angle 
all season long for the Eagles. I think I'm staying away just because I am a little nervous about them being a little rusty out of the gates. But overall, I do think you are exactly right and that it's a great thing, probably for this Eagles team that needs a little rest and recovery. Sunday at 6.30, the Cowboys go from the East Coast to the West Coast, meeting the 49ers. 49ers laying four points. They are minus 200 on the money line. The Cowboys are plus 165 if you'd like them to win outright. And the total is set at 46. This is a tough one. And I lean Niners just because I do think they are, they well, they are playing much better consistent football. They've won 11 straight games. And Brock Purdy has been just a revelation I do think the Cowboys have the talent to match up. The question is, Chelsea, it's it's not talent. It's will we see the Cowboys that we saw last night or will we see a Cowboys team that was inconsistent throughout the season that one week would look incredible and the next week would lay an egg? That really is the key for Dallas here. So much of this hinges on Dak Prescott because everything you're saying could just be applied to Dak Prescott individually speaking. Because look at some of those terrible games that he had. And then look at him last night. We saw how dynamic he could be with his feet, ran for a touchdown, and also he was right on the money. I believe at one point he had hit every single one of his passes. I think he was 7-for-7 to start the game. Uh, Need need to double-check that. But still, this team is going to live and die with whatever Dak Prescott puts out on the field. Last night it was a great product. Hopefully it's the case again if you're a Cowboys fan against this Niners defense, but... You know, keep in mind, this Niners defense is a much different matchup than going against the Bucs. So I think that's an overlying, you know, theme that Mm -hmm. we're going to see. Don't take too much from one individual matchup because, you know, you'll go to the next week, and especially in the postseason, we have some really great defenses. And no defense, you know, in the NFL probably compares to the Niners. You know, top to bottom, one of the best defenses in the NFL. So it's going to be a tougher matchup. But I would lean towards the Niners. The only thing that scares me is that eventually we see all trends come to an end. And Mm -hmm. what a run it's been for the Niners. Doesn't it make you nervous to back a team that's almost been like too perfect? And there's been no slip-ups? Brock Purdy hasn't lost a single game? Brock Purdy hasn't just not lost. He hasn't had a bad game. I mean, not even close. All, All he's done is set rookie records along the way and look like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So, I mean, at some point he's going to have a bad game, but I feel like I've been saying that for a month now, and he's just not having those games. Kyle Shanahan has put him in a great position to succeed. But more than that, there were a few times against Seattle where Brock Purdy was under pressure. He would spin out of the pocket and he would make plays. So it wasn't just him sitting all day back there with all these weapons at his disposal. That was the case some of the time, sure, but a lot of times he made something happen. I do wonder, however, against that Cowboys defense, I feel like, especially as we go further down the road here in the playoffs, whether or not Brock Purdy at some point will stumble because the Cowboys secondary is very good. They will present a hell of a challenge, much more than maybe like a Seattle would. And also, are we going to talk about the elephant kicker in the room that hasn't been making any kicks? What are they going to do about their kicking situation? Have they addressed this? Britt Maher missed four extra points, you know, until I turned this game off and didn't want to see it anymore because the vibes were so bad. That's the thing. When you need to cover numbers, if you continually miss extra points, clearly something's wrong with this kicker mentally. You know, do you want to trust the team to cover four points? 
I mean, that's the first time a kicker has ever missed four extra points in a game, and then they sent him out later in the game to finally kick a field goal just so he give his confidence back, and he finally hit that. But Mike McCarthy said after the game, we will need him against San Francisco, and he's absolutely yeah, right Yeah, you will. In, in, in a game like that where points are going to be at a premium against that Niners defense, he's going to have to be on. So you're going to have to take that absolutely into account when you're handicapping this game. Yeah, nobody was happier to see Tom Brady fail than Brett Maher. Because, like, that Seriously. took the pressure off of him. But, my goodness, if that was a close game, ugh. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was buried down in the game story, which I understand that. But, my God, if that's a close game, that could have absolutely been the difference. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.